there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. What's up? Hope your summer is off to an amazing start. If you love to read books and you love the idea of being in a career in which you get to meet and talk with really interesting people, then this is the episode for you. Because my next guest is an editor at one of the big five publishing houses, and she's going to share her insider's perspective to help you break into this competitive industry. But before I introduce you to Hannah Broughton, I want to make sure you've signed up for the Java Junkies Journal. That's Time for Coffee's weekly newsletter that gives you a sneak peek at the episodes and the professionals we're going to be featuring that week. Just check out the Time for Coffee website at time4coffee.org and the sign-up box is right there on the homepage. Now, my bookish baristas, please grab your mug and take a chug of your favorite caffeinated brew because it's time for another caffeinated career conversation. And my guest in this Espresso Shots episode is Hannah Broughton, a young editor at St. Martin's Press. Hannah was among the first wave of guests I interviewed on T4C before I decided to do a live introduction to my guests. That's why I'm doing it now after the fact. Hannah discovered her love for reading while she was still an undergrad at Wellesley College in Massachusetts, and she so loved reading, she decided to change her major from politics to English, thanks to getting inspired by a special English professor. During high school and college, Hannah also made extra money while working in bookstores, which actually gave her an edge on the competition when she applied to St. Martin's for an entry-level job right out of college. Now, if you want to learn more about what Hannah actually does as an editor at St. Martin's, make sure to check out the main T4C interview that has already dropped with Hannah. You can find it by looking in the show notes for this episode. Hannah, welcome to the Time for Coffee Espresso Shots. Hi, thanks for having me. Great. Well, we're going to jump right in. And first question out of the gate here is, what entry-level jobs are available to young people who are interested in getting into the publishing world? Well, generally, you start off as some sort of an assistant. So if you're interested in going into editorial, you'll start off as an editorial assistant, which is assisting as some sort of editor who works on any number of kinds of books, you pretty much start off doing administrative work. But eventually, as you go further, if they're a good boss, they let you start working on your own stuff or helping on their stuff. And how long does that period usually last? I mean, it can take... I was lucky. I had a great boss starting off. So I mean, after six, eight months, he actively was like, okay, you should start looking for things and we should start talking about what you want to do for your own list, but other bosses are not as kind, shall we say, or not as helpful for their assistant's career. But I mean, it can be anywhere from a year to three years, depending on where you are. I think if it takes more than that, then you should not stay at that company. Good advice. What is a useful skill or skills that you look for in the people that you hire? I mean, you have to love reading. That's the most It seems so obvious, but I think a lot of people think, oh, publishing, that would be such a glamorous, wonderful job. But it's not just sitting around reading all day. It's being a critical reader. And so you have to 
both have read a bunch of stuff, a wide range. If you're coming straight from college, you shouldn't at your interview say, oh, well, I most recently read Moby Dick, because that means that you're not reading what's actually out in the industry right now. So that and also just being super organized because you're juggling so many projects at one time. Is someone's major a deciding factor to break into publishing? No, not really. I mean, if you were a bio major, I think I'd be like, well, are you sure you want to go into this industry? But it wouldn't disqualify you by any means. And what about a graduate degree? Definitely not. I actually don't recommend graduate degrees for publishing. They offer them, but they are extremely expensive and they don't give you pretty much any bump in salary and they just push you two years behind. Because publishing is totally an apprenticeship-based industry. So you start off by learning from the person that you're working with and going to get a degree in it doesn't actually... I mean, you get to learn a lot, but it, it doesn't actually impact your future success in the industry. I'm guessing there are a few sighs of relief out there. <laughs> yeah. One of my friends got her graduate degree in publishing and she's still paying off the loans like seven years later. I'm, I'm not surprised to hear that. Yeah. So what about life experiences? Are there any kind of real world life experiences that are in particular more useful for someone starting out in publishing? Well, I'm a little bit biased because this is what I did. And this is, I think, as far as I've been told, how I got my job. I worked in bookstores when I was in high school and part of college. So that I think working with any sort of books, if you were on your school newspaper, or if you worked in a bookstore or at the library, I mean, that just gets your resume a second look just by virtue of the fact that you have some sort of familiarity with publishing industry. I personally like to see somebody who's had a job just because I think it's more valuable to have had a job than just to go volunteer or to have unpaid internships. But that's, I mean, everybody's different when they look at what they're hiring. What is the best part for you of being in publishing? I get to work with a lot of really cool people, both my authors and also my coworkers. My company is lovely. I really like all of my coworkers in all of the different departments, but I also get to work with some really cool authors. And I get to go after any kind of amazing person who I think could write a book. So if I think XYZ celebrity has a book in them, I can be like, hey, I found your email. I'd love to pitch you on this book I think you should write. And sometimes I actually get to talk to these people and work with them. So who's the coolest person you've spoken to, in your opinion? Well, so I'm working with Tan France from Queer Eye now. His book will come out next year. And that was a totally bananas, amazing experience because his agent sent me his book proposal and I got to meet him because usually agents, if they have somebody like that who's writing a nonfiction book, they'll have meetings so that the different editors and their other head honcho people can come in and meet the author. But so I got to go meet him at like the big fancy WME offices. And it was like a crazy intersection of something I'm a huge fan of. And also now that I get to work on for my job. Wonderful. That sounds great. Yeah. So flip side, what is the part of your current job that you feel sucks the most? The pay. The pay is astonishingly, insultingly low for the first 10 years you work in this industry. It's shocking how low the pay is starting off. I'm now at a point where I'm not spending 60% of my take-home, 70% of my take-home on rent because New York is an expensive city to live. But the starting salaries are in the low 30s, mid 30s for most companies, which is wow. very low. <laughs> And it takes a long time to get more than that. <laughs> so it's definitely not my favorite. All right. And then final time for coffee, espresso shot question. What would people be surprised to learn about publishing? That we're not just sitting at our desks reading all day. Pretty much all of my time 
at work in the office is spent writing emails and writing emails and writing emails. And anytime that I'm actually editing, I'm at home usually on the weekends. So this is not a nine to five profession. No, no. It's sort of sad because not sad. It's a little bit frustrating because to advance in this industry, you have to work harder than you're getting paid, which is fine. I think, you know, my generation gets the bad rap for not working hard enough. But I think from our perspective, a lot of times it's that we're not getting paid a living wage. (laughs) And that's specifically for my industry too, because a lot of times there are some companies where they'll be like, okay, well, you're getting paid for 35 hours. So don't work more than 35 hours, but we expect you to do all of this other stuff too. Put in 35 hours, even though it'll take 45 hours in a week. Hannah, thank you so much (laughs) for having having me with me today. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.